Hello, my guest this week is promoting blockchain technologies in Africa and globally. She brings a mix of commercial and social motivation to her work, particularly around education and healthcare. She's the Executive Director for Global Partnerships for VX Technology. I'd like to welcome Dr. Catherine Lapoto. Catherine, hello. Hello, Charles. Thank you so much. So great to talk to you today. Great to see you again. You're listening to CoinGeek Conversations with Charles Miller. Well, it's great to see you again, Catherine, because we talked last year at the Dubai conference and you gave me a lot of information about VX technologies, but things have moved on since then because you've now launched Alpha DAP, which is your flagship product. And it's bringing together a lot of the capabilities that we were discussing last year. But perhaps you could just give me a little introduction to Alpha DAP, would you? Absolutely. So Alpha DAP, as the name implies, Alpha, it's the beginning of all decentralized apps. So AlphaDAP is, is a blockchain app that builds other blockchain apps, right? DAP obviously stands for decentralized app, meaning that we are building everything we do on blockchain. You know the blockchain that we prefer to use, <laughs> the public blockchain, BSV. And that is what AlphaDAP is about. So what does AlphaDAP do for us and why is it exciting to me? It's so exciting because what has happened is that the developers have managed to build a solution that on the face of it does not even look like it's blockchain. It still looks very much like what people are currently accustomed to. So when they interact with the platform, they would not even know that they are actually working on a blockchain platform. So Charles, when you and I met in 2022 in Dubai, one of the big challenges that I was experiencing as I was trying to promote our solutions on our continent was that blockchain felt and sounded so strange, right? And so difficult. Many people struggled to kind of wrap their heads around what this thing is. And worse, I remember I used to have conversations with my CTO and other technical support guys in our company about the fact that it sounded quite difficult to work with because one had to open an account that was managed through a 12-word seed phrase. I mean, what is that? Currently, people are used to running, you know, opening an email. You know, you would open an account with an email and a password. You create a password. And if, God forbid, you forget your password, you can always, re you know, retrieve it somehow and ask somebody in the background somewhere to, you know, to that you've forgotten your password. But now with blockchain, that 12 word seed phrase sounded like something that if you forgot it, you lost it, that was it. And that sounded yep. scary, even to me, right? So, what AlphaDeb has done, which is really amazing, and I am so, so impressed by our technical team around this, is they have now built this thing that. Really, when I interact with it, it's like I'm interacting with any other app on my phone or on my, you know, my computer. It's a simple, you know, email address, simple, you know, it's so simple to interact with. But behind the scenes, it is a blockchain app. So that's what I think VX Technologies has got it right, has got right, is that they have managed to build a platform upon which other blockchain Applications can be built 
essentially what it looks like is what they call a web two app, which is how we are currently interfacing with the internet, but it is web three. Before we get into the detail then, that's just on the question of uh, security, like uh, you were describing. Right. Is it the case then that all I need is my email address and a password? Effectively, it's we've made it that simple, right? So when you create, when you interface with the with the application AlphaDAP, and you are creating your own records on it, again, remember, our company is all about um, data sovereignty, right? The privacy and the ownership of your data belongs to you. It doesn't belong to us. It doesn't belong to any third party. So the idea is the privacy still remains yours. The sovereignty of the data, the ownership is still yours. But now what we have done is we have created the interaction, essentially the bridge to the blockchain in a manner that is familiar, which is using a simple web, I mean, a simple email address to log in. You don't have to download a wallet or anything. No, 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 no. No downloads, <laughs> no wallet downloads, no, um, because... No, no, we still are very clear about not storing personally identifiable information, right? Where you have to go in and now upload your email address or your 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 um your ID or your address where you live and things like that that are normally what happens with a lot of apps. Normally what that implies is that there is somebody in the background that can scrape that data and use it for other purposes. But so if I do forget my password uh, on a normal website, then the whether it's Amazon or whoever, they will be able to know who I am and allow me to reset the password. So is BX Technologies going to be having that role or will there be some other system that would allow the password to be reset without your company, as it were, knowing? For the keeping of records, writing records to the blockchain. The record belongs to the owner of the data, not to us. So what do we do? We have made sure that when we, when you interact with our system, you still are going to be allocated a wallet, a blockchain wallet, because this is how this technology works, right? Everybody works with wallets. So the ownership of your wallet wallet is yours. We have also made it easy for you to keep a record or to copy your 12-word seed, seed phrase when you create your account in the event that you need to retrieve it later. I think that's really good. I mean, but, but in, in the end, you do have your 12-word seed phrase because, um, I mean, I hate to say it, but if by any chance VX Technologies disappeared as a commercial enterprise, that would mean, I think, that uh, the users would still have access to their data and they're not depending on the continued existence of your business even to be able to have access to their own stuff. That's absolutely correct. And that is exactly why I personally, as a professional and as, a, as an African professional, knowing the concerns and the challenges we deal with on this continent. That is very, very, we need to bring the technology to the hands of the people, but in a manner that gives them independence from us as a company. And I think if you look back at what has been happening in the, on the continent, especially around software companies, 
a lot of the business models have always been around creating an independence, usually a government entity and the technology provider. We are saying that is not necessary. And that is where the disruptive ability of blockchain technology, I think, empowers. Blockchain technology brings a leapfrog opportunity for Africa. Countries that do not have the budget to be able to get its initial relationships with service providers are the ones that are well set to benefit from this kind of technology. So we've talked a little bit about the technology and the security and so on, but let's get on to the actual uses, because I know that's what you're really interested in, especially in relation to education and healthcare. I mean, where do you see the, the product being most useful most quickly, really? In terms of most quickly, the, 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 the quickest adoption we are seeing on the continent, especially, and also in the United States, education, actually, right? So um, if you look at our website, we have a very interesting picture, which talks a lot to me, showing a picture, which talks a lot to me, showing a, she has her cell phone. And what this young lady is doing is she's actually having a virtual interview for a job, pretty much like you and I are talking right now. But the idea here is in this case, because her academic records would be in a blockchain wallet that is powered by AlphaDev, she would be able to present her QR code in that virtual interviewer. And by so doing, the interviewer can be able to verify her records of achievement in the very same meeting. If you imagine a country like South Africa having academic records, all of our students coming out of college with their records on an AlphaDAP type of platform, these young people, regardless where they may be sitting in the country, would be able to get their interviews virtually. The recruiters can verify the credentials that they have immediately, virtually, and by so doing, you can bring a lot of efficiency, cutting out the entire process of verification, which takes a long time and is quite costly. You cut that out of the recruitment process. And by so doing, I believe we can make a serious dent in the high unemployment uh, numbers that we see in countries like South Africa. So that's quite exciting. And that's where we are seeing quick adoption, certainly on the continent, in South Africa, in Nigeria, I shall be talking about a new client that we have just signed up for this very purpose. A few days ago in Ghana, we have also just announced a new uh, client who is using AlphaDev for very similar by the credentials of someone. I do believe this technology will bring a lot of good changes on our continent, certainly. It's interesting you should talk about the uh, qualifications check because I actually am doing some work at the university in London at Roehampton at the moment and it's the beginning of term and the whole bosom floor of the library uh, this week has been full of students turning up and lining up for something called qualifications check and they've got at least six members of the university staff examining all the paperwork that the students um, have on which they've based their applications to make sure that it's all in order. So I can immediately see how 
the efficiency that you're describing there would have a, a really practical effect at every university, presumably. But it does require the university itself needs to be the customer of AlphaDAP. Is that right? Right. So remember, with everything that we do, the record has to be issued by a credentialed authority. Currently, we have registrars at universities and institutions of higher education whose responsibility it is to issue transcripts for students. Currently, all of them are sitting on some kind of spreadsheet or other, usually in Excel spreadsheet, that gets printed in a PDF format and issued to the student. So that process of uploading those records onto an Excel spreadsheet should rather be uploaded onto an AlphaDEP uh, ledger because then it is a trusted ledger, blockchain, immutable, non-transferable, that the next person, the third party who needs to verify that this person called Catherine does indeed have a doctorate in microbiology from this university, which she got on such and such a date, is indeed correct and verified. Quite interestingly, in South Africa just this past week, there was a, a lot of reports of fake doctors that have been working in our public health system. And when it comes to records in that particular space of healthcare, we are not talking simply about people being, you know, being um, charlatans and, and scammers. We are talking about people's lives being at risk. I just wanted to ask you, uh, there's, there are two phrases that are often used in this area, and there's data storage and there's data management. And I think um, I wanted to just understand with AlphaDAP, is the data being stored on chain or is simply access to the data being managed on chain? So wh when you look at how AlphaDAP records data in its current form, so if it is a spreadsheet, for example, so the client has the authority to decide which parts of the data they want to publish onto the blockchain and which parts they would store separately, for example, in a cloud-based storage, right? That is in the purview and the final decision that the client has to make. So if we go back to an example of student records in an, academics, uh, in an academic institution, so in an academic institution, you would have a scenario where a student like myself would have their name, their ID number, the courses that they are taking, and their, the grades that they achieved, right? This is sitting in a spreadsheet. When that academic institution decides to migrate that data onto AlphaDAP, the registrar or the university then makes a decision as to which aspects of that data can be published to the blockchain. We would advise to say, you probably do not want to publish Catherine's full names and her ID to the blockchain because remember, we are dealing with a public ledger. So there is information that you probably do not want to publish to the blockchain. There is aspects of it that you would want to store privately, right? So to your example about what's happening in your institution currently, the idea here would be instead of having all those six or 10 members of staff 
sitting and going through every piece of paper that a student is presenting. Each student would come through, simply present their QR code to the staff member, and the staff member would be able to read the information that is on that QR code and verify that, in fact, the student has achieved X, Y, and Z from whatever department or even from a different institution if their records were being uh, uploaded to AlphaDem. It sounds great that you've got some actual educational institutions signing up because it, it seems like this would be one of those business cases where as soon as you can point to uh, existing customers who are using the system and are happy with it, then really the door is open for selling it to to others. And you, you just need to get those those examples and happy customers uh, to to be able to recruit a whole lot more, I would imagine. Absolutely. So it's like everything in sales uh, and entrepreneurship, right? It's always the first customer. Locking down the first customer is probably the most important uh, activity that uh, um, that entrepreneurs and founders of companies have to focus on. Because once you have done that, you suddenly have what we call a reference case, right? You suddenly have people who can vouch for what you are saying, that it's actually working for them. So we're really, really excited. And I'm quite grateful that the, the, the offtake is starting to, you know, all the hard work that we've been putting in as a team at VX Technologies over the the years and months that have come and gone is starting to pay off. I mean, we're really starting to see value and the results of what we have always believed in, but it is always it has always been about can you sell your vision and 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 make buys into the same. And I think we are on the cusp, really. I do believe, Charles, that I think we are on the cusp, really. I do believe, Charles, that. When I speak to you again in a year's time, we'll be talking about VX as a completely different kind of company. This is where we are today and where we have come from. That's my belief. I really hope so. And it's fantastic to hear about the progress you've made in the just just in a year. So um, it's brilliant to talk to you again, Catherine. And thank, thank you so much for, for being with me again today. The pleasure is only mine, Charles. And as we're closing, really, I think kudos to the technical team that is behind VX, uh, I think the guys are led by Zach are doing an amazing job. They are spending a lot of time, you know, those of us in the on the in the fields effectively engaging clients. We can only bring back feedback that clients are asking for this and that and the other. And these guys are doing an amazing job making you know, you know, addressing some of the concerns that clients have been having and presented to us. And I am just thrilled. I really am, I must tell you. I hope it shows and I hope it's coming through. But I'm I'm super, super excited. It's looking really good. <laughs> Touch wood. <laughs> I I would say you mustn't downplay your role in the whole process, Catherine, because you're out there on the front line and with no customers coming through the door, however clever these development people are, they, they wouldn't have any work. So <laughs> good luck with your work too. Thank, thank you so much for speaking to me today. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so, so much. Thanks very much to Dr. Catherine Lafoto. 
Next week, we'll be having a book review show. Jack Pitts, Brendan Lee and I have been reading Number Go Up by Zeke Fox, a very entertaining book about the crypto business. So please join us to see if you might want to read it too, or if you've already read it, see if you agree with us. Thanks for listening. And from me, Charles Miller, goodbye. <laughs>